Good afternoon, maybe, podcast uh, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. Uh, this week we spoke about um, tea. We argued about tea for a bit. Uh, got my mum on the phone. I don't know what the quality of that was like since she was on loudspeaker, but I mean, you've listened to the podcast before, you know. You know what we're fucking like. Uh, we also... What the fuck did we talk about? Um, oh, fuck. Like, loads of good stuff. Ah, it was a funny episode. Like, I, I genuinely laugh lots, but I can't remember a single fucking thing. We talked we talk about my mum and, and dad coming to visit. Oh, aye. You talked about uh, Harry Potter-themed... Um, yes. Like, ...themed aye. session. I oh, man, I, I can't remember. It was a good episode. I, it was like it was up there in like my top fifty. <laughs> How many of these have we done? We've done about two hundred fifty, so that's good going. Yeah, that's top twenty percent. That's fair. Anyway, fucking listen to. It. I mean, you are already. I don't know. I still don't get the point of these fucking intros. If I'm being honest with you. I mean, it's to usually to like thank the parents and that. <laughs> but but so I yeah, thought like, thanking them for helping with support the podcast and but yeah, the, here's what we've got for you. But like, oh, thanks for supporting. We've got a good episode coming up. It's got this and that, and boom, boom, boom. Get them all excited, and then again, Slashing Humphreys on the road. And then does like an intro, and then it bangs into the podcast. I just, and, I like, just you feel like it's un- that you promised them. I just feel like it's unnecessary. Feel like, and these aren't the patrons, so why the fuck am I? Why the fuck am I fi- thanking cunts that don't? These, pay I mean, these are getting early access. Oh, so is this not on the regular? They're going to get it like as soon as we finish this intro and right. put it together. We'll put it up for them, right? And then in like forty-eight hours, we'll put it out for. Without so do the do the cunts who get it four years later do they not get this intro? No, they do get the intro, but also the, like it'll make them go. Oh, I wish he was talking to us. <laughs> I wish was, I wish that was me was talking to me. I just feel so left out here in the background. Look, and actually, you guys listen to it as well on the free channel. Uh, thank you for listening. My right, whatever. Less so from me. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins. Straight thugging, living the dream. And that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woo-hoo. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Good morning. Good morning. It's a morning podcast. Oh, it is. We don't normally do morning podcasts. Um, no, nah, not at all. I, I had a shite sleep last night as well. Did you tell us all about it? Um, Heat. No, well, no, but that is normally the fucking big killer for me. But uh, we got a fan like last year for the bedroom. Uh, and then it's on Cara's side of the bed. Uh, and it sometimes gets over to me. But I was just, it got like really hot last week and we had guests and they were hot in their room and I was like Cara I can't like I can't be a person that when people stay at my house the room is too warm like I fucking hate staying at friends houses when they don't have air conditioning like it's I think it's like I understand by the the way nobody has air conditioning no nobody nobody in this country has air conditioning oh no no this is global (laughs) like any I fine fine, fair enough but I tell you what does have air conditioning Hotels. Uh-huh. So I'm now at the point in my life where if friends go, do you want to stay over at us when you're in town? I'm like, no, I don't. I'd, I'd much rather come visit you in the evening, come visit you in the morning, and I'm going to stay in a fucking hotel with air conditioning because I cannot sleep in a room yeah. unless it is fucking Baltic. So you only want to suffer in your own house? Aye. Well, but I, I, I can't be a fucking hypocrite. So I just said to Cara, I'm like, I'm splashing out. I'm buying like just a bunch more fans. So whenever we've, yeah. whenever it does, the, on the seven days that it gets hot in Scotland, that those seven days don't fucking ruin my sleep cycle. Um, so I had that. So it wasn't the temperature. Uh, we got it. We got. I'd got kind of drunk because uh, my mum and dad had booked uh, me, them, Cara, and my brothers into uh, a place called the Cauldron. It's like a Harry Potter. But it's not Harry Potter. Legally, it's not a Harry Potter themed. But it's Harry Potter themed. Like uh, Monkey Barrel's escape room. Aye, aye. It's like a wizardy, uh, like bar experience thing. But Jack, my youngest brother, couldn't come because, uh, well, he's fucking. Because <laughs> when he ran into the wall of the railway station, he just knocked himself out and got <laughs> rushed into hospital. Ah, he went to platform ten and two halves. Stupid cunt. <laughs> two halves. That's eleven. <laughs> <laughs> 
So is it like um, so it's a bar? It's an adult bar. It's an adult bar. Harry right. Potter theme. So is it like the Alchemist where they like bring you out little cocktails I, with dry ice and but, shit? But oh, but like way better in some ways and and not worse. I think because I didn't enjoy the whole thing. But like uncomfortable. So when Craig Hill came instead. Right, so which is taking Craig Hill anywhere adds three percent enjoyment to the experience. Uh, like if Craig Hill was a Dungeons a, and Dragons thing, it would be plus three to enjoyment of every experience. It boosts morale, doesn't it? Aye, it's like everyone's a bit more motivated around him because, like, he, he brings you up, like, he just brings you up more. He's just he's a he's a he's a funny person. He's always high energy. He's got great fucking stories, and he's so good at taking the piss. Like my mum always says that the greatest Edinburgh Fringe show would be to just go on a tour, or like a bus tour around Edinburgh. With, with not an open top one, with, those, <laughs> with just Keg Hill and a microphone and just taking the piss out of everyone that walks. Just people by. watching, not a, not about the architecture, not about it. the history, just about that Aye. that dude wearing flip flops and carrying an umbrella. Aye, yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> yeah. Just the fucking people call people call Jeff Ross the Roastmaster. Sure, the real Roastmaster is Craig Hill. I promise you. Because he gets subtleties, he Aye. picks up on subtleties, and he's got the he's got the fucking vile. Vitrality of the gaze. Yeah, like let's, let's call it the sass. The sass. No, no. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll call them sassy. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> when really they're fucking mean. <laughs> they're really mean spirited. But we say it's sassy, but it's great. I love that <laughs> shit. I love it. And they can get away with it. Um, so we go there, and I'm expecting it to be exactly what you were just you just said there with this, with this little fucking performance. But my mum, being my mum, she'd booked us into the experience. So we go in there. Now, I, and this is just a me personal thing, but this happens across the board, whether it's like we're in Disney and there's a tour guide, or whether you're in an escape room and one of them's in character. Reg, and this is a horrible thing to say. You've got an intrusive thought to punch them in the face. No, no. <laughs> to kiss them. Regular people trying to be funny... Does my fucking nut Especially when you can tell that the funny bit that they said is one of the bits. It's, it clunks in like a bit. They just because in a stand-up you have the illusion of spontaneity when you drop a like Aye. when you drop a fake ad lib. Yeah, but when but when uh, Harry Potter escape room worker drops a fake ad lib. Yeah, and you're like, man, that's stock, and I know that's stock, and it's and and I, and I don't think any, everyone else can, and they never say anything, and they almost like wet their lips before they say it. The stop puckering, stop puckering. They're about to do that joke. I uh, and it just it always and and by the way, I'm not criticizing these people, man. When I was a fucking paintball referee, I had my fucking stock jokes, right? I, I know it's part of the fucking thing, but. Having done that job myself and now being a very professional comedian, it, I'm just like, man, don't, don't, could you not do the real? Could we just get to the bit? Because I am such a, I'm so shite at faking laughter. Like, I can't disguise a lot of my emotions on my face. When you do a shite joke, I'm like, I know that, I know this joke. I can, you telegraphed it. I'm, Why are you giving us this feeling that I have to laugh? <laughs> I don't want to like. I came it's, in to drink. It's, it's bad enough when it's somebody like trying to be an entertainer, like someone being a tour guide or whatever, right? But it's the worst when it's someone that's not meant to be funny and it's like a speed awareness course or something, <laughs> and they try and crowbar in their little jokes here and there. It just makes. But to be fair, everyone in this one, and also I will call myself out on my own fucking hypocrisy, right? One of them. It was really good, man. Like, I, let let me fully plug the cauldron at Frederick Street in Edinburgh. Because I'm just know that you took the legs of all of the staff. No, 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 no. Because the staff they called me up. So one of the bits is right. You don't, you don't just they don't just pour your drinks for you. So at the start they go right. We're going to take and there's like three heads on a wall. One's like a dragon head. One's like some sort of sheep unicorn thing. And the other one's a python head. Right. And they give you a wand at the start, and you have to pick your own wand. And it you know. And you're just and you, at first you're like all right, you just give me a wand. This is just a fucking prop. But then you go up. And you literally you point the wand at the drink you want while holding your cup under, and it comes out of the fucking mouth, right? It's not a button; it's like some sort of magnet thing. But it's genuine. So yeah, you're selecting it with a laser pointer kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Right? And, and is it a person? Like, is it a person going? Right, you pointed at that one. Let's give him that one and pressing the button. Or is it like a scan? Like it's a, a scan. So there's me and my dad were checking out. There's something on the end of the wand, and there's little bits you have to point at. So clearly, there's some sort of magnetic thing. That... Yeah. So it's like scanning a barcode. Aye, but. So we're going up, the guy's doing his spiel, he's really nice, he's really charming, me and Craig are laughing at all the jokes as much as we can, because there's 
even though it makes us uncomfortable, what's worse than a fucking shite joke? A shite audience, mm-hmm. right? One that just... So you're just trying to get involved. Yeah. Invest um, yourself in it. And he's like, can you go up and do... Oh, the dragon here, he wants... To, uh, you, have to, you have to do a chat-up line before you do the cast, and otherwise he won't give you a drink. And I was like... Uh, and my mum went up, said something, and I was like, why don't you just say... Do you fancy dragging those balls across my face? <laughs> and he was like, and he rolled his fucking eyes. He goes, "Yeah, that's the first time I've heard that one." I was like, "Fair enough, actually." Like that. Oh, one, really? Oh, yeah, 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 good. Then that's got to be good. that's got to be stock. Craig Hill had a good one, which is you should be on RuPaul's Dragon Race. Nice. Um, so that was all great. Uh, really enjoyable. We got our drinks. The cocktails were fucking good. And then you make your own cocktails, but proper in cauldrons and stuff. They give you the recipe. You so put, you're making like a big fishbowl and then you split it. Yeah, but but then they give you the fucking dry ice. There's smoke. You've got to, there's a mortar and pestle that's good. And then at the end, there was one which was like they've given us all the drinks that we paid for. But just at random like, times through the evening, we're just sat around. And all you just hear is dragon. Dragon, dragon, and then a fireball in another part of the room. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Like, how, there's like, a, what? And then we couldn't see it. And then we'd go back to talking for like 10 minutes. And then from another part of a bar, you'd hear, dragon, dragon. And then, and man, like, the room lights up. Like, there's been an explosion of fire somewhere. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, when did I watch him? When do I get the dragon chant? So she comes watch up. Watch the queue. She comes up and she's like, all the drinks that you paid for are done. And we're like, what's. What's the fucking dragon thing? What's this? And she goes, oh, that's our uh, dragon breath fucking strawberry daiquiri or whatever the name that it had. So they could come out with very, very strong strawberry daiquiris uh, made with fucking Ray and Nephew, which is like, a, remember, you remember Ray and Nephew? Remember that really, really horrible fucking rum that Cara made us do up in Aberdeen? The one that was like fucking 62% and tore out the inside oh, of your throat. Hold on, was that like straw? S-T-R-O-H? No, that was the stuff we had. It, it's similar to straw, like it's that. That level, yeah. that, that absinthe level of, like t- that that god tier of fucking alcoholic yeah. shot. Oh no, not god tier, Satan tier. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what the, <laughs> Yeah, the, well corrected. Yes. Yeah, so like, that, mm, the next one of the gods. My god hates me. My throat's on fire. Why am I a sinner? Um, so they come out with that. And I'm like, well, those don't look. And then she's like, Ray Nephew. I'm like, Ray Nephew is very alcoholic. And then just one girl comes out and she's just got fairy liquid bubbles like all over her hands. And then one of them's got a lighter. And they just throw it over the top. And man, it's like a, I'm going to say like a two foot fireball. Like it's class. And so, that comes out of her hands, like Hadouken. Yeah, because she's got the... She, she just covers her hands and like, you, if you were to have a really big bubble bath, right? Uh-huh. Right, but they've clearly put something... Paraffin in it. Yeah, something yeah. like that. She scooped her hands in it and then just one of them's holding the fucking... And it's not like a match. It's like one of those blow torches above your drinks. Yeah. And she just yeets it across and it's a... And you have to chant dragon, dragon, dragon. Which is you doing free advertising for that drink for the rest for of the, the rest fucking... For the room. Man, anyway... Nice. Yeah, nice. it's so well done. <laughs> so, despite the... Uh, despite the... Uh, so for, for people that can't see, which is everybody, because this is a podcast, Daniel has no eyebrows. Uh, <laughs> which coming from you? <laughs> they can't see <laughs> that I have naturally got no eyebrows. Mm. I can't remember why I fucking. So yeah, you that you were saying that's why you had a bad sleep was because you got mashed at Harry Potter. So I got I got a bit drunk and then just uh, had like a really weird shitey dream. And then, like, one of those dreams where you, like, when you wake up and you're like, I have to stay awake for five or ten minutes so I don't return to that fucking dream. And I didn't. But when I got into my next dream, dream me was just explaining how awful my last dream was to people. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what spoiler alert, you haven't woken up yet? Oh, man. No. This is it. You're, you're on the podcast telling your, <laughs> telling your buddy and all your listeners what your dream was. And then you're going to wake up and go, oh, man. It was just... Uh, <laughs> that was embarrassing. I talked about dreams on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I've done. Oh, God, I this part of the podcast. Such a muggle. <laughs> um... Oh, so yeah, you had like kind of fever dreams. Right. So I, I woke up on the couch last night at fucking three o'clock. Oh, 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 oh. dog house. What'd you nah, do? Nah, 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 dog house. We're both in the dog house. Oh. Uh, we've, we've, we've been because you're, you're watching um, Lord of the Rings today, aren't you? Aye. Uh, me and Natalie ploughed through them. We fucking watched that eleven. We're like, you know what? Because right? I hadn't watched them since I saw them in the cinema. Right. I was like, how many like big, massive, high budget like franchise movies have passed you by? Right, and I was like, I've never really invested in the Hunger Games. Let's watch that. So watch the first one. Nah. Oh, nah. the Hunger Games are nah. 
Aye, and they, they kind of peek around the first one. It's the same with the books. It's very... We, we were like, I don't want to watch the second one if it's just that again. If it's just like, another, it's, it's say, like a shuffle the deck, different characters, same fucking action. No, it's thing. not. It's more about the rebellion we'll, and whatnot. We'll put that on, but we're far too cunted. Right. And we just we try to play double man in the pair where we're looking at the fucking double cards for like a good five minutes we've been getting it. When Ellie were just like, should we just pass? <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking cunted. We're double part. We're wine and Guinness. Right. Right? We're fucking. My mum and dad had been run. Oh, can't have been too hot when you got to sleep, right? Like, I've been, your mum and dad were round. Yeah, listen to this. <laughs> I did, that's exactly how I meant to set it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I fucking, I've been fine, right? My bedroom's the north side of the house. The sun doesn't beat through the window and all that, right? It's not that bad. It's cool enough. If, it, if I was in Natalie's office, if I was in the kitchen... <laughs> Where does the sun rise? How do you... The what, what, you like south, a fucking tracker? What? The south, the, 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 we live in Scotland, man. The sun goes across the equator. It's in one direction. Is that what it goes? only I. <laughs> so you might get it like across the north of your house in the morning. It's low. Oh, um, that does make sense. That's why, the, that's why the north and south pole are cold. Mm. Oh, I could have worked that out myself, actually. Right, so I kind of phone off, so like, there's only fucking one side of your house that's getting the heat for the most part. Wait, surely day, it rises fucking west then? Do you know, it, rise, it rises east and west, but oh. like, it's, you know, it sits in the south for the most part. Got you, yeah. got you, understood. Um, Jesus Christ, what an idiot. So that's why people will get more of a value on the house for a south-facing garden, because you get the sun more of the day, and that, that's not our Australian listeners, obviously. Right. Um, but also, if you're one of our Australian listeners, you can't afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> Houses, like two bedroom, like one bedroom apartments in Sydney are one and a half million. Fucking hell, I did not know this. I, oh. thought, I thought London was where the world peaked in house prices. No, Is that man. This? And- Sydney and Melbourne, like Reese Nicholson literally posted one the other day, which was a house that had like the, like the top floor had burned down. And not like the top floor of it. It's like a bungalow with an attic. The attic had caught fire and most of the house had burned down. And they were selling it for 1.7 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, Is that because you can't just go rural in Australia because you need survival skills if you do? I just, I think it's... I, I mean, Is, I, it, is it like city living's like the only first world option? Am I, am I getting that wrong? I'm not a man. I'm genuinely... I'm, trying, I'm trying to work out because like you would literally, if, if, if houses were that much in the city, you would just like not live in the city. No, do you know what? Do you know why, do you know why I actually this guy? It's because the fucking Australians... Are rollover pussies, right? <laughs> They've got that. Oh, mate, we're just fucking laid back. No, no, you're Call a doormat. You're, 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 you're a fucking doormat for your government. Anything they say, you're like, yep, yeah, okay. Lockout laws now. House prices are this much. All fine by me, buddy. I'm just so fucking laid back. <laughs> We've got the worst service in the fucking world, but it doesn't matter because I'm laid back. Who needs the internet? <laughs> we yeah, yeah, we just got better with each other. We're just so laid back, you fucking doormats. Please come to my show next year. <laughs> <laughs> begging me, begging me. I'm not begging you. I'll just ask them, and you'll do it because you're fucking Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are a hundred pounds. Oh, I'll fucking pay their price because I'm laid back. Um. So I, I haven't been that hot, even in the fucking the hottest days. I haven't been that hot, but Natalie has been fucking burning up, man. Like I kind of got nearer, Aye. I kind of got nearer in my bed, right? Like fucking, I have to keep away. And then when she's we, just got like a Chernobyl in her fanny, so uh, something like that. Yes. Oh, did I ever tell you about when um, Chris McCausland, blind comedian, was doing a routine about that, mm. about women being too hot in bed and thinking that's why lesbians must start house fires and stuff. That was the premise of the bit, mm. right? So Chris McCausland's blind. He gets led onto the stage and he's doing this routine and half of the audience is a lesbian hen party. Great. And they didn't enjoy the joke, even though I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was like a harsh joke. He wasn't really taking pops at like, the Miami Fern, right? I just thought it was like a funny premise idea, right? They just weren't laughing at it. They weren't giving him grief, but they weren't laughing at it. And they took up like 30 seats, right? So he, in his head, thought the centre of the room was a different place to where he was facing because <laughs> a wedge of people to the right, uh-huh. like 30% of the room, was like fucking silent. Uh-huh. So he just turned his back on this hen party of lesbians. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah, so funny. So uh, anyway. And then his dog started barking at them and that didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Growling. <laughs> um, so... Um, 
that this is so fucking hot, right? That I kind of all right, mate. Jesus, I can't get there. This is where I am so just fucking naively just talking like this to me mum and dad, right? And my mum's like talking about their diet because they've got these garments that track their calories and they put the they put their meals into their phones and all that. They're being very conscientious for pensioners. And I think, Are they pensioners? Not really, but however, hi, they're they're Jordy pensioners. Like, like it's like it's the same with Glasgow rules. They're, they're both in their sixties, man. Yeah, aye, aye. Yeah. When 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 the, when the death rate's way fucking lower, you get your pen, you get your fucking bus card in Newcastle around thirty two. <laughs> A geriatric birth is fucking twenty seven. Yeah, it really is. Um, so we we and dad were talking about maybe mum was saying about how you just you just spend two thousand calories a day just by being you just by existing you you've got your first two two thousand calories for free and all that that true I'm I head off my mum I'm not going to pedal out like it's gospel I'm telling you what happened in a conversation with a six year old woman <laughs> fair enough Sorry. she's got enough loose women you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only telling you what happened. <laughs> I know, but it's just such a. I'm surprised that you didn't go, fucking Linda. What? Because hold on, you burn two thousand. So I can eat two thousand calories and do fuck all. Or does she mean like pot? Just by existing, you know, your core. Because oh, she does pot. Uh, yeah, you get your steps in. Your core, your core temperatures fucking. I bet she does get the, the step, fucking steps in hoovering the stairs four times a day. Man, she tell us she got ten thousand steps in in the house without leaving the house. Ten thousand. Now you wonder she has to dust all the time. She's fucking <laughs> in the carpet, slipping part of the bit. <laughs> <laughs> She's kicking the carpet all over the house. Now I have to dust. <laughs> So maybe they just shag loads. Well, this is what I said to me ma. I just went so innocently to to be ma in front of Natalie and my dad. I just went. Natalie must burn up with four thousand calories being so hot in bed. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I didn't get it for ages. Natalie's mortified. My mum couldn't believe I said it now. And I'm like, no, I can't believe I said it. But I think we'll have a bit of decorum around parents usually. Aye. Um but I just bust in with that, like fucking Natalie's just, just like a firework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she bags every night. <laughs> I'm being a boot six. I just lie there. <laughs> I do the starfish while she likes my chocolate starfish. <laughs> Takes so, some... so she's gaining calories, basically, what I'm saying. <laughs> mm. But I, my mum and dad come to see me who's for the first time, they've been. Um, They've, they've been just very much in lockdown been, uh, and knew that uh, like stuff's re- uh, the restrictions have risen and stuff mm. they've, they've come up in the car and uh, me mum had a little cry when she was walking around my house Aye. she was just dead proud she was just like I, I think she had this feeling like she broke the chain from like you know she's just proud of like the freeway right and, like Gav and Justin got that kid and like I've like, getting married and moved in with my wife and all that and I think it was just the realisation that her kids didn't have the they had a better chance than her and her sisters had. Aye. You know what I mean? And that I'm She managed had. to break the cycle. Uh-huh. Cause they, she I'm did a- such a good job, she managed to like elevate them out of the thing that she'd grown uh-huh. up in her. And I, I, I dad was an abusive man, like psychologically to her, but physically to me nana, right? Mm-hmm. And um her me nana's dad was a, a bit abusive from all oh, accounts, right, right? So she's like She's, she's, well, by the way, Kev, Kev's no spring chicken. I don't know if you've listened to the last five minutes of the podcast for 200 episodes, but he's a fucked up man. No, she's just mar- she married a man with like bad head movement. You know? <laughs> 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 you check him doing when he strikes. <laughs> no, she, like, she, she, she married a man that was like fucking sweet. You uh, know yeah, it's I mean? a big sweetheart. And, and, um, and she just... Uh, she just she was going. This is you've got like a ready like this is your family home before you've even had kids. And she's like reminiscing about the fucking shitty one bedroom flat she had in the avenues in Blythe when she was pregnant with her first. You know what right. I mean? And she like she grew up where like she had to wash her own uniform, otherwise she'd be the tramp at school. You know what I mean? Right. Like she would have had like if she didn't wash her own, she would have been the scruffy kid. And that like you know what? It's the worst thing in Blythe to get called a tramp. Oh man, so it's, in Scotland it's uh, at least in Fife it was scaff. Scarf is that what it was? Dickies and I was Dickie. You didn't want to be Dickie Kai. I don't know routine about it. It was like I was, I Dickie got... Darren and Dickie Allison and that. And it was like you didn't want to be that person. Aye. Like the last thing you want to be is fucking Nena. Nena Nen that fucking like 
upmarket, you know what I mean? Oh, Last I thing you want to be is a scruff in a fucking... Aye, a scruffy neighbourhood. In a scruffy no, neighbourhood. Yeah, you don't want to be like the, the, the scruffiest kid in the avenues, you yeah, know what I mean? A, it's, like being, it's like being a paedophile in prison, right? When all the other prisoners hate you, you've done something <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, even like, like, there's murderers in there, there's like, abusers, there's all this fucking shit, but like, the second a paedophile comes in, they all get together and they're like, you're getting fucking done, mate. Mm-hmm. And I think I she just had this emotional she just had this emotional moment where she was like, I've fucking I've broke I've broke the chain, like my kids have all turned it out, right? <laughs> they've all got it they've all given their kids the best chance ever. When I feel like my mum said the opposite, like <laughs> like her and all her sisters went to university and none of Oh no wait, her first kid didn't. Matthew's at university, aye. And Jack's. Oh no, I think Jack said Oh no, fuck, I'm the failure. I'm well, the one that broke think, the cycle. I think they're, let, they're letting you off because you're having an exceptional gap 12 years or whatever it's been since you were meant to go to uni. Aye, aye. I mean, I might go back. I definitely wouldn't go back. If you were to go back and get an education in something, what would it be that would, like, in, like that would drive, like, you'd be driven to learn about it? I'd be Where dri- you'd be, like, excited about what you're going to learn next? Uh, history, either British or American. All the stuff I learned about American history, it's interested me. But because I was in charge of my own thing, I just stopped for a fucking bit. Whereas if it was for a degree, I'd like to have. But I'd also like to learn... Man, I'd like to learn anything so I wasn't stupid. Like, I'd love to, I'd love to do an economics degree to just understand what economics are. Just so I can have an opinion on, like... Not even have an opinion, but just understand what it means when the government does something and what sanctions are and yeah. all this stuff. Because, man, I use the word economy a lot and I'm not sure what it means most of the time. <laughs> like, I throw it... Being I, pseudo-smart. I, I throw it in there as a fucking buzzword, and I'm like, oh, hope nobody called me on my ship. It's like when you say that's a real Catch-22. I'm not a real Catch-22. Oh, uh, really, really bad book. Aye. I, th- I, don't, I don't know if that's a fucking controversial opinion to say Catch-22 is a bad book, because I know it's a classic, right? Aye. But, you know, like, it's 550 pages long, or thereabouts, right? The first 100 pages would have been enough. Aye. And then you go... Right, I get it. You're doing the same joke. <laughs> oh, right, it's just fucking... You're doing the same fucking joke over and over again, every page, very creative, right? And then they just drag it out for another 450 pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how oh, yeah, man, just fucking lay off, man. Man some, got... man, some classics are fucking shite. Have you ever read Great Gatsby? No, only because you've told us not to. Oh, piping hot shit. Aye. Like, piping... And it's not even that long a book, but piping hot shit. Like, I remember... Uh, because some classics are great, man. Fucking Of Mice and Men, great book. Really enjoyable book. Short for a fucking book. I enjoyed Animal Farm, thought that was all right. I've not read... Uh, I've not read that one yet, but I've heard that. It's uh, it's really fucking depressing, man. And, like, um, I listened to it on audiobook as well, and the guy that read it, who's a fucking belt and narrator, I've, I've had that voice actor on other books. I think it was The Hangman he, he mm. narrated. Um, his, his voice and the fucking tone of the book and the fucking... It's just so fucking depressing, man. Aye. It's, I, a, it's a really grim read. I'm reading uh, Bob Saget's book at the moment, Dirty Daddy. Um, and, uh, was that what the book's called? Or are you just no, the nickname you give us when you tell this? That's the name of his book. <laughs> I'm reading Bob Saget's book, Dirty Daddy. It's, it's called Bob Saget's autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Bob Saget. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's for anyone who doesn't know who Bob Saget is, he's like a. Uh, I mean, he's been a comedian since the fucking seventies. Uh, he's had a great career. He was, uh, it was, but he's a very, very dirty, dark comedian because of his uh, childhood. And, like he had two sisters die before he was born, and then when he was growing up, he had two sisters die, and four of his uncles died at the same fucking. Don't think he's the problem. Uh, well, he is a murderer. <laughs> um, but it's just like it's about how he developed his really dark sense of humor. But then he was also on the TV show Full House, which was like the most like primetime family friendly family values TV show and he was like the oh fucking hell so he had to just like act all happy families day in day out well like and then just go home to yeah to, well, well yeah <laughs> just a bunch of urns on the fireplace aye I, but it's about like it's, hell. he managed to so like people would come see his stand up where he swears all the time and he loves fucking fart and poo jokes and sex jokes and really horrible stuff one Man, of bits I is fucking, I love sex and toilet humour right here I, here is one of the bits from his book, and like I, I, I recommend people read it. Like it's just very funny, and he's had such an interest in life. Um, uh, so, his when his first wife was pregnant with their first child, um, it was all going well, and then they go to the hospital, and then she goes into labour, and then shit just hits the fan. Something fucking 
goes wrong. Her heart rate goes to zero. She fucking flatlines. They pump her full of adrenaline. It goes up to like 180, which is like almost worse. Like it's real fucking bad. Like to the point where she then goes unconscious. They have to cesarean. He's not allowed to be in the room for it. He's outside. They're just coming out every 30 minutes telling him what's going on. At one point, the nurse comes out with the baby in like an incubator. And he's not allowed to touch the baby because it was born under distress. So it's immediately got to be taken. But she, the nurse is crying and like, I'm really sorry. He's got to go yeah. out and like explain to not only... Like professionals he, are getting PTSD. Off this. Yeah. Not only does he have to explain to his parents who are downstairs what's going on, he has got to relay the information to his mother and father-in-law, and they're all trying to fucking stay strong through it. He goes and sees his wife. She's unconscious. They don't know if she's going to fucking make it. She suddenly wakes up. She's in distress. It's this whole fucking ordeal, right? And so he's like, look, I've explained this, and I do have to... It was very, very traumatic for all of us. They turned out great. and But I've always had, in these sort of moments, or afterwards, a dark sense of humour, like a gallows humour of saying the worst thing. So a week after this, he's at home <laughs> uh, and his wife's asleep and he's got the baby. And Paul Provenza and ah, some other set, guy. Set lists, Paul Provenza. But Paul Provenza. And the aristocrats, Paul Provenza. Yeah, so that's, I mean, they've worked together for years and years yeah. since the fucking eighties. Paul Provenza, who's good friends with Bob Saget, turns up, opens the door, Bob Saget opens the door with the baby and Paul Provenza is just like almost in tears because he's heard the whole thing. He loves his friend and he just goes, oh, Bob, Talking about the baby, she's beautiful. Bob Saget goes, I like your finger for a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh no! Right. Right. So he's then going into this bit where he talks about he's like, man, for ten years, Paul Provenza would tell that story backstage at green rooms, and I'm like, I can't remember saying it. Like, I don't. I genuinely like don't. I was clearly like, it's my sense of humor. I'm not denying that I said it. But are you sure I didn't say five dollars? <laughs> <laughs> and he's up so apologetic. He's like, man, I know that's the worst thing to say, but that's just been sense of view. And just reading it for me, like, that's... Yeah, that's great. I love that, like, he does, like, he, that means he's got a fucking... Because he's doing family-friendly stuff, but then that's his... Also, his sense of humour behind closed doors. Aye. That's fucking great that he's got them gear changes. Man, he's so funny. And again, he talks about his like his wife and his wife and daughter told him to put that joke in the book. They were mm. like, "Look, we've grown up with you and we love you. That you do have two sides. Like you're a really loving, caring, wonderful father and husband, despite the divorce. Uh, but you've also just got this." switch where oh, just yeah. in the darkest times you'll make jokes and that's because he grew up with people dying left right is it, you know you know this as well you know when somebody's got that daytime telly vibe right but then they just maintain daytime telly vibe throughout their life like mm. fucking cosby uh, yeah i always think there's something up don't you fucking justin lee collins remember him i <laughs> i fucking hell so yeah always just kind of if, like, if you've got a dark sense of humor when the fucking camera's off you're probably all right <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably sound all right i don't know if i could do it i think that would be the Fair play to him for doing it, but uh, that, that would always be the big, uh, ugh, for me, daytime TV. Like, but if if it I was... just I, for me, it's I don't want the I I, do, I don't want that audience. Well, it, remember when um, Talisa Chaponda done because he he's always done punch drunk and he's always mm-hmm. fucking smashed, right? So it was meant to get him back on after he'd done Britain's Got Talent because everybody had known who he was before he'd been on TV. Right. So the punch drunk audience come back to fucking like see him for this run of like five gigs. But we also had this like handful of people that had come in off seeing him off telly All that right. had never been to a punch drunk gig before and they were back because he was doing sex jokes and swearing and all that. And I'm like. I wonder if that was a lot of his audiences. Well, but like in Punch Drunk, it was mostly just people that love comedy Aye. and that love him already, right? But I wonder if a lot of his audiences were people brought in. I've seen him on TV, sanitized, and then and then him being himself and doing like his fucking mint routines Aye. and upsetting them because they're like, oh no, he said poo. Aye, <laughs> right. Well, man, that happens. That, that's I mean, that's the that's the danger. Like I always think, like that's the one of the contracts you sign with the devil if you're like if, as a comedian uh, like Michael McIntyre is a really interesting one because McIntyre, you ask any comedian uh, on the circuit in the early 2000s and they'll tell you McIntyre was one of the best comics on the circuit mm. if not the best I comic don't doubt it when I first saw him I was fucking mesmerised when I Aye. first saw him on Live at the Apollo um, but like live and like comedy store but because because he did primetime TV McIntyre's Roadshow everything like that where it is censored because it's the BBC and the BBC are spineless fucking cowards uh, he 
has this audience now where I remember watching him all in all these shows and I thought he was great. And then I saw him live uh, at some fucking charity gig and he was filthy. And it was stuff I'd never seen him do on TV because, of course, I've never seen him. But, man, the guy does fucking filth and swearing real, real well. But I, I was just sort of like, man, that's... I wonder how he feels about it because he's clearly got this arsenal of fucking jokes and this whole side of him that he can do stand-up-wise. But he just doesn't do it now yeah. because he's got this broad audience and it's like, all right, well, I guess... I wonder if Lee Evans is the same. Oh, yeah, he he, he can't go through the gears. No, I mean, where, has Lee like Evans he, ever said cunt? Have you ever heard Lee Evans say cunt? Nah, I think he, I think he swears though. Like, he does fuck off, like he, he's like yeah, he does, yeah, yeah, he does. And I think McIntyre also swears, mm-hmm. not to the fucking degree as legends do though. Aye. Billy Connolly and that he was fucking. Billy Connolly was fucking great. I love that documentary about him. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. It's I've seen really, loads of stuff with him in, like documentary-wise, but I haven't seen the recent one. Ah, it's just very good. It's made by his daughters because they were just not sick of people asking, but because he's out in Florida and he's got mm-hmm. uh, Parkinson's, people are always asking after him, and there was all like media just makes fucking fake reports and do whatever. So they're like, you know what? We're gonna do. We're gonna interview. We'll do it so it's like that Alex Ferguson documentary. Oh, that was so fucking good. Aye. Like I, that, I reckon even if you're not into football, that's just a good documentary. Like, Aye, Fergie. Uh, it's on Amazon, um, and it's after he had his. Heart attack. I was getting emotional watching that. Mm. Like, I was well, I was welling up a little bit. Like it was fucking. There's also there's, they've got that clip where uh, like it starts off with the son phoning the phoning nine nine nine, being like my father's just collapsed on the floor. And he's going on all the details, and I'm going. Oh yeah, this? it was the actual audio f- uh, footage from the phone call, the nine 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 call, wasn't it? Aye, and, he's, and she's going, okay, we're sending. What's his name? And he goes, Alexander Ferguson, and I'm like, oh. Alex, is short for Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> I just never heard him called Alexander. I'm like, oh, it's always just been. Uh, that's one of your pet pet peeves, isn't it? When someone's names. I've no, I've just got very strict rules about what names are. Right, you can't just decide that a name isn't short for something. Right, friend of ours had a kid called Zach, and I'm like, short for Zachary. She was like, nope, and I'm like, yes, it is. Zach is short for Zachary. Doesn't matter what you think. Zach is short for Zachary. So on the birth certificate, it better fucking be Zachary. And the nickname. Wait, wait one moment. Wait one fucking moment. What's your middle name? Jamie. Which is what people call James. I didn't choose my middle name. Are you? But you, I. I. It should be James. Well, oh, mind you, I was. Oh, mm. Jamie's James. Well, fair enough. Then, then I agree with you. Yes. <laughs> wow. Like, but I didn't. I didn't give myself my ah. middle name. Like, it's it's. This is why you're mad about it. People go, oh, you, oh, hi, my name's uh, Meg. Oh, short for Megan. Nope. Yes, it is. It fucking. It, also, the one that really confused. So your name is actually Daniel James Sloss. I fine. Fair enough. Yes, it is. Do you know? Uh, <laughs> it's not Jamie. Do you know Liam is short for William? Did I did not know that. That makes us hate it. It's so much. That makes me hate it so much. It's well, the, Liam, it's, it's Liam. the Drew of William. It's the fucking Topher. <laughs> it's the Tory aye, of Victoria. Aye, it's just. My name's Vicky. Oh, so it's Victoria. No, just Vicky. No, it's not. Uh, that's you. That's so funny. That's you. you know what somebody pointed out uh, recently? It was actually, it didn't get pointed out. I missed it on the Q&A that we'd done for the Patreon because um, I didn't check the inbox because I'm a fucking idiot. Oh, but uh, Felicia, hi Felicia. Um, no, no, it's by Felicia. And I'm saying hi to her. No, no, but the phrase is by that's Felicia. That's not what I'm doing. Oh. Bye Felicia. <laughs> what's, this, what's this other word? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying hi to Felicia. <laughs> right, so... Um, she said that, uh, did you, this was a question, did you choose the titles of your shows, Doc, Jigsaw, Socio, because it's your initials? Oh and my I, God. And I know you didn't, but I was fucking dying to tell you that because fucking that is... Oh my God. <laughs> How good is that? You had fucking the idea you did it. And I, dark, dark Daniel Jillian Sloss Xenophobe. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss. Kiss. <laughs> Oh my god, no, I didn't fucking. I didn't know that. Jesus, what a subconscious narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> and conscious. It's not uh, just yeah, subconscious, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. both. But, but like, yeah, but there's two, like, it's like an iceberg. Like, you can see some of the narcissism above the water. There's way, <laughs> way more, more <laughs> underneath. Way more that never makes its way to the surface. And that's why I'm so dangerous. Uh, 
Um, so Gav, because so, uh, you, you've got us thinking about this now, where uh, every time I hear a name, I always try and question whether it's short for something. Mm-hmm. And uh, Gav started calling his daughter Horace because she looks like a tortoise when she's all like, cuddled up in bed and all that. Is it a turtle called Horace? No, nah, I just think it's a tortoise's name. You know, like I named me tortoise Raymond. Aye. Raymond's a tortoise name, Horace is like, it's just a tortoise. It just suits a tortoise, you know what Aye. I mean? So he calls her Horace the tortoise. And I'm like, is Horace short for something? Is, is Horace short for Horatio? I would assume it was. Because you never hear that name. Aye. But you often hear Horace? Not often. Not often. Not often, but like, it's more, way more common. Aye. I mean, it's not, I don't know anyone called Horace. <laughs> not at all. But I think it's like, because uh, if you were to call a kid Horace... I would say it would be Horatio Humphreys, I. Which, now that I've heard it, Horatio Humphreys, good name. Works, doesn't it? Aye. I think, stick, I think, stick that in your back pocket. I, think, I, I, I couldn't call a fucking kid after Admiral Nelson when I live in Scotland. <laughs> However, I don't know enough. Could I, I, don't know, I, th- I feel like Admiral Nelson was a good guy, you know. I've, I've no idea who he is. I only know him from the uh, Wet Tank sketch. <laughs> rim me, honey! Buddy, rim me! <laughs> if, nobody, if you want to know that reference, Wet Tank uh, is a great sketch group that had uh, Nazar's Manilow and two other comedians who's... Kieran Boyd, Kieran Boyd and Mark Nick. Cooper Jones. Uh, aye, they do. Uh, it's on BBC. It was on a some fucking French show. Um, and it's one of my favourite sketches. Yeah, I'd seen it live a bunch of times, but I think you can't find it on YouTube. It's if you type fun. in "rim me hardy," aye, or "which <laughs> time?" HSH history. Aye. Um, so I read when I was on a. Co- I was reading like fifty things you must know about British history, right? Just right. a fucking shape book. Oh, and um, it's just forty nine apologies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was on a come down. I'd been at a festival, right? I was already in the middle of this book, right? Oh. But I was just like fucking trying to get my life back in order. I was fucking. I'd been on pills and all that, right? Oh. I was on a serotonin deficit. And I was reading about um, Horatio Nelson got shot on the um, on board his ship, mm-hmm. and his crew managed to succeed by implementing his plan while he was dying mm-hmm. and apparently like, he commanded so much respect that everyone just fucking utilised his plan and went ahead with it while he was dying right and I started crying <laughs> I mean, he was such a good leader <laughs> was he so was... No, I loved him all these people loved him I bet they didn't so, was I bet he I was a... reading a propaganda piece but you know what it is was he a general like what was, it? was he part of the navy or what was... he was a naval commander got you yeah got shot in the eye didn't he don't know you tell me aye <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean, yes. Aye. Who else got shot in the eye? That can't at 1066. He got shot in the eye. <laughs> Did he? Aye, or, or. John Hastings. Because <laughs> <laughs> on the. There's that, but the 1066, the Battle of Hastings, there's that big fucking. Tapestry. Tapestry eye. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure one of the guys in it's shot through the eye. It's a big thing. Like he got. It was like, oh, I'm going to fucking win this. And. Mm, man, that would make you lose full. No matter how good your general is, right? No matter how fucking inspired he is. If you get shot through the eye, their archers are too good. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's, I'm done. Armoured down, weapons down. I'm fucking, what language do you use? French. Bonjour, ça va aujourd'hui? Please welcome me into your open arms. Because like that's, I threw the, like chest fine, leg fine, belly fine. Eye, fuck that. Uh, He's wearing a uh, helmet. It goes through the slit in the eye. I am not fighting those like, cunts. Mother- fuck that for a laugh. Motherfucker, I've got Legolas. <laughs> I've got Legolas with them. A uh, Just not interested. Not interested in taking part in that battle. Uh, yeah, I, th- I wish. You think, I- you think it's bad for the people taking part? Or about the person trying to draw the picture with a fucking knitting needle? <laughs> <laughs> not that he stitched it with a knitting needle. Like, no, no. I'm aware of that as a man of the craft. <laughs> Um, all this talk of eyes made me remember I, I might have told you this story before but you know what it is I'll wheel it again for you uh, I was on a flight once and I was playing Sporkle you ever play Sporkle? Like it's like a quiz it'll be like name all the capitals of African countries right so you'll be like Rwanda mm. Rwanda <laughs> the other ones that sound like Rwanda um, hold on I'm trying to Windhoek I'm trying to think of African capitals. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, um, I was on this one where it was parts of the body with three letters. Ear. Ear. Right? Nose. Didn't, didn't fit. I tried. Toe. Toe. Rib. Nip. Lip. I tried nip. Uh, I tried tit. Tit? Right? No. So, so I'm, I'm on the floor. What? Arm. Leg. Ball. 
board. BAW. Probably tried ball, mm-hmm. right? So I'm on the flight and I've got like whatever it was, 12 out of 13. I can't remember how many there was exactly, right? And I've got one left, right? And I'm fucking typing in tit, ball, nos, right? All the stuff that you've just suggested, oh. having a guy of it. They take a time as like seven, six, what's after six, five, right? Oh, like I've, I've already got everything but one in the bloke next to us on the flight. Just went, I, it's I. <laughs> 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 fucking took me, you know. Just <laughs> made he was fucking so frustrated. Just sat there, just kind of fucking you better tape eye like or I'm gonna fucking have a life. You know? <laughs> he couldn't help himself. <laughs> Say, so, yeah, alright, mate, can we get this man a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> or a whiskey. He needs to come the fuck too. Chilly, man. Chilly, I've been there. I'm just trying to kill time. I didn't realise I was slowing down your flight. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so, for um, this week's bonus episode on Thursday, um, I've got a surprise for you. Oh, aye. Uh huh. I'm rev- Eden, Eden now is doing this because you decided that you want to have no idea with the podcast from being a guest on it so thanks for being a guest on my podcast Daniel <laughs> not one not one plug on Instagram or Twitter <laughs> no, no I'm not on Twitter <laughs> I, always, I, just, I should plug it more on uh, on Instagram but I just there's two sides of things like I Fucking hate social media so much, and I hate people, and I understand social media is just for plugging this shit, but I've just got such a hatred for people that relentlessly fucking plug things, and I know this is an issue I just need to get over personally, that I'm like, I don't want to be that fucking cunt. And also, I know we will, I know you want this podcast to be, like, bigger and better than it can be, because, you know, we've got such a lovely fan base. I like the fan base this already. You just want to keep it, keep it. I, and I know we shouldn't, because I know, I know there's good audience members out there, but like, man, we, we How do we find them without dragging in Dross? Aye, it's the, it's the Delisa Chaponda thing. Like, it's Uh, like, man, we've got this good fan base here. We're, we're allowed to be wrong on this podcast. We're allowed to like throw out ideas, ignorant fucking opinions. uh, Nobody holds anything against us. Yeah, when, you know, we're allowed to just sort of, I mean, just be twat and I really like the fucking freedom of it and if people, I just worry that if there's more people and they second gets complaints I'm just going to go, oh man I Get a second guess everything that you say oh, I remember when this was fun So but, like, We want to try and get cool people in, which when we're back gigging again we'll be able to, because your audiences are always class, we're going to tell them about it So there's uh, probably a lot of audience members that, that come to the shows that don't know it's on because they're not on social media Well I mean, well, I'll tell you this, another reason why it's hard to uh, plug on, the, on, on, on Insta is just because like I mean, our, first of all, our photo's not that great. Oh, wait, well, that's that's what I've come up with you today. Uh-huh. That's what the surprise is. I've got a new, I've got new branding done because yeah. we've been using that grainy, dated photo. We're almost catfishing people now. Five years has passed, so I thought we might as well catfish in the morning. Like I've, I've got with some uh, common oh. art done. So, um, I so I've got that. I've got that. That's going to be our new branding and stuff. And I'm also going to give away five. You know, I'm going to make you sign some stuff. I'm, I've printed out five copies of the, the new logo, and we're going to sign them and send them to five of our patrons as a thank you for supporting us. Sweet. Again, with this point. So you know, once I've packaged it and branded it, and that we'll start pushing it a bit. More. I'll start pushing it a bit more, aye, because then it's aye, aye, and then if you've got. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll if you want, man, if you want it on Facebook or Twitter, you've got to go through my lane. I don't do my. Oh, does she? Will she put her muggle fucking comment next to it? No. <laughs> can you not like make a personalised comment that you can send to her? <laughs> I, I do, man. It's so funny. Like she's like because she likes me posting things in my voice because you know that's what that's what my audience like. And she thinks she can do, do your voice. I can see it a mile off. That's why I was saying. I'm looking at Molly. I've seen her plugging your shows where, where, where I'm like, that's she, not Danny. Is that, is that a Danny robot? She is thinks, that a Danny bot 3000 right. doing a fucking post for your show? Here's a question for you, right? What are my top five swear words I use? Uh, we can't. Aye. Do you use fanny a lot? Or is that me? That's you, I think. Aye. Because okay. you use it, you use, you use it as a adverb as well, fanny and on. Uh huh. Do you not? No. Right. I projected that upon you. Aye. That's, that's I do f- say fanny, but only about like if you're being a, you can be a fanny, but I wouldn't have sex with a fanny. Yeah, I, 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 I might wanna, slap a fanny. Because I, I hate that there's like sexist connotations to the word fanny. Because like in, in Scotland, a fanny is just someone that's fanny and on. No, like, right. like you're being a, you're being a fanny. Oh right? man, people that just go. Like, I've, I've adopted this from Natalie Callum as a fanny. Aye. 
But, but when people are like, oh, you know, that's a sexist term, you go, man, look, it, it, like, it comes from there, but the words change and fucking evolve. Like, you can, you can sit there with your, can't a sexist term all you want. I'm not using it as a sexist way. You can bring up the fucking history of it all you fucking like. You're fucking wrong about it. I'm using it for the, uh, with the definition it has now. Not the definition it has 70 years ago, 100 years ago, 150 years ago. I'm using the word cunt with the definition of what it now. And a cunt is an annoying person who won't shut the fuck up, just like you, you fucking cunt. It's got nothing to do with a vagina, unless I'm using it in the turn of, like, I've kicked her in the cunt, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> which would be sexist. Which is, which is usually said in the middle of an apology. Aye. Um, sorry for kicking you in the cunt, love. Aye. <laughs> I was fanning no, on. No, stop being a fan. <laughs> um, no, I, th- I think the biggest fannies are the, are the people who think other people are being fannies. Like, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, the hypocrisy of that comment. The people who go, oh, I can't believe you can't put adverts anymore for Yorkies saying it's a man bar, right? Oh, what, the, what, get, stop the earth, let me get off. You can't even say it's a man chocolate bar anymore, right? Hang on a minute, you're the one being a fanny here because you're crying about a chocolate bar advert. Oh, no. chocolate, you're, you're not allowed to be advertised in a specific way. <laughs> Fuck off, you funny. No. My, my favourite advert. Your favourite advert, <laughs> you fucking loser. Go and take a long walk off of a short cliff, you fucking pleb. Oh, you know, again, yeah, I can't believe fucking uh, my ancestors went to war so you could wear his hair like that in a top knot. You're like... Are you critiquing someone's haircut, you fanny? <laughs> you absolute fanny. Like, they think they're Aye. sticking it to fannies while simultaneously being the biggest fannies. Aye, yeah, you can't fucking... Oh, I just... Aye. Aye. Um, so, so that's... I, I wanted to bring something uh, wait, up. Wait, no, no, we're still going through my top five swear words. Okay, yes. So, so you, cunt. Cunt. You, you know what? I think, you're, I think you're pretty basic with them. Shit and piss. Shit, piss. I mean, uh-huh. you've missed the big one. Also. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. Right. Sorry, I didn't miss right. the big one. And Arsenal's the fifth. Oh, I'd say so, but I'll tell you what, it's not. End. I say end. I'm going to say maybe once or twice a week. I'm not saying I'd never say it, but maybe once or twice a week maximum. Marlena puts it in every single post. She's like, all right, ends. I'm like, Marlena, I don't say all right, ends. I say all right, fucking cunts. That's the... <laughs> so, did I ever tell you about when? Well, of course I did, because we fucking had crack about it loads. Right. Uh, I she, called you a Jodie Bellend once, and uh-huh. she thought that was the funniest thing in the whole wide world. She wanted and a I title. That's why she thinks I use Bellend all the time. She wanted a title. My 2015 show, How to Be Happy, about the secret to happiness. Right. <laughs> she wanted to call it Jodie Bellend, <laughs> and I'm like, who's that for? Because Jodies wouldn't like it. Mm. I don't think Geordie's would like it if I was pitching myself as Geordie Geordie Bell. Geordie sounds like a good drag name. Geordie Bell Aye. But Bell with like E-L-L-E. Yeah, yeah. Geordie Bell and... Geordie. Geordie Bell End. Geordie Bell End. (laughs) (laughs) We should have said that. She's going to listen to this and that's going to be the name of her next show. (laughs) Uh, She does listen to these. Hi, Marlena. We love you. Aye, we do. I'll edit that out. Um, I wanted to bring something up, but I'm going to try not to pass judgment here. I'm just going to try and let you tie yourself in the knots. <laughs> you, Daniel Sloss, Daniel James Sloss, huh. put the tea bag in with the milk. Aye. And then add the hot water. Yeah, well, no, I add the sugar in first as well. Sugar, you know, I put the, put the, put the sugar in with the boiling water. It's soluble, right? Aye. Like, there's, there's many implications why you would put that in with the boiling water before the milk. Aye. But it'll still dissolve. It's not gonna. You're not gonna get crunchy bits of sugar in if you put it in with the milk. That's no. not really the big deal of it. It just tastes fucking rank, mate. I've never drank tea in my life. I can see why. So I don't. Yeah, know. I can see why. Now you could make me the greatest cup of tea in the world. I'm not gonna enjoy it. Like it's fucking. It's it's leaves in hot water. Aye, uh, but you know, smoking smoke a spliff leaves in fire. Aye, that's way better. If you're going to give uh, me leaves, let me fucking inhale it. Like, give, give me a fucking effect. Give us a psychoactive cup of tea and I'm Aye, yeah, absolutely. Um, you put, man, if you put weed leaves, uh-huh. if you put, weed leaves are good leaves. I uh-huh. like those leaves. You make a cup of tea with that, I'll fucking drink it regardless of what but, it tastes like. But you know, fucking tea leaves grow up. 
any person that gets you know you talk, literally you're talking about fannies that act like fannies this is no, 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 who gives a fucking shit yeah. how fucking tea is made it's like bottom tier drink no it's not like it that absolutely fucking it's is made, well, if it's a bottom tier drink or not it's a fucking it, it's it's a mass sold refreshment that people love right you didn't like it but you must look at that like Natalie doesn't like coffee but she gets it that way fucking like a coffee in the morning she mm. doesn't beg on oh it's just fucking what is it seeds beans. just beans just fucking ground up beans, you fanny. But that is how I feel with coffee. Uh, she, right? So it's a it's a refreshment that's fucking world renowned. It's like pe- people love it. It's fucking got something about it that just fucking gives everybody that ah feeling like when they sit down at the end of a long day, right? right? Or if they get up in the morning, or you know, just with their breakfast. Fucking people love tea, right? Not you, mm-hmm. right? That doesn't mean you have to butcher the shit out of it when you make it for someone. No, my, 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 the only person I've made tea for growing up in my entire fucking life was my mum. And she only, liked it that way? That's how she, she yeah. Oh, Jesus. No, she liked it that, she specifically asked for it that that's way. That's how she fucking, and she, and she just tried it the other I'll, way. I'll get, I'll, get, I'll get her on the fucking pod, man, I'll get her on the pod, I can phone her right now and get her to defend herself. That would be interesting because like, it doesn't matter what her defence is. Because you, you know, like he, because I had this conversation with you. What's happening? Like, she's a doctor, she's a scientist. I think you know, but you made her look like Carol McGiffin. You made her look like parking lot scientist rather than like the intelligent woman that she actually is. Milk in, milk in before the, before the hot water. Milk with a tea bag. Right, that's what she says. Jesus wept. God, mum, you've got nothing else on. Apart from your full time job, <laughs> you're naked. <laughs> um, it's just like I said. I said it's like, I, it, which is a weird metaphor because you could just turn it around. But it's like putting the filter on the wrong end of the spliff. Which, you, if you did that, you would just turn it around. Aye. But it's like smoking. It's like wanting to smoke your fucking spliff filter first. You're like, oh, no, it's like you put you put your ketchup on your burger and then put it under the grill. Um, like it's just a weird way. It's like. There's, but my mum just has simply, a fucking... you're just simply doing it wrong and making it making it taste like a completely different drink. Man, it's man, it's honestly, it's like you describe when you're like you go, you wipe your arse wrong. I'm like, as long as it's fucking clean by the end. Like, I, I could, yeah, it's... that's the thing. It's not you end up leaving the fucking toilet with shit all over your balls, Danny. Nah. That's yeah. it. if you're using that metaphor. It's... Yeah, wet your arse isn't clean by the it's... end of it. I don't, man. I I think tea is bottom tier thing I'm never going to fucking drink it I don't care for people that fucking drink it if it improves your day a single iota what a sad little life you live <laughs> like what a sad little life that the thing that, that you like a refreshment it's not refreshing it's a whole fucking drink it's a hot fucking drink it's a hot drink that's refreshing that's the magic behind it that's the beauty of it in a cold country when you can have something that's hot and refreshing from a man that has fucking soup in the desert you had soup in the desert pick a lane you went Arizona and you ordered soup for breakfast? That wasn't Arizona. It was Arizona. No. It was. No. And also we were in an air-conditioned airport. Ah, that is true. But like we had just stepped in at the heat. And you were like, oh, more of that. Well, no, no, no. It's because American fucking... Look, Britain is the only country in the world that does good, like, sandwiches in service stations. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about the rest of the world. Like, you know, just packet sandwiches. Yo, you know what? That's the worst fucking thing in the world, right? Is that the front loaded sandwich, right? So you go to WH Smith and you'll see all this, like, ham and cheese or whatever it is you're buying. So you'll see, like, bread, a thick wedge of filling bread, right? But then if you open the sandwich, you'll see the front loaded it and it's just across the cut and it's not on the depth of the sandwich. What a shit prank. What a fucking heartless, shit cunt, awful, vindictive shit thing to do That's, and it's every European country what a, the UK. which bastard does that all to make money all of them fuck you Aye. fuck you pranking us with a sandwich taking me money it's not like I get it with a fucking wedge of notes and all that and then chuck 20 pence at you and run off Aye. I don't do that with the money when I give you it <laughs> it's fucking nasty it's horrible uh, but anyway in America they do good sandwiches no, they, no, no 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 they don't so man like man, eating in, eating in airports is fucking difficult right because well, the, none of them. Well, America does do good breakfast, but in the sense that, do you want nineteen fucking pancakes? Oh, it's it's so like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some. They breakfast. have a side I'm of gonna pan- have, I'm gonna have some breakfast in the leg. Do you want some diabetes with it? It's a side of pancakes, man. If you just want the only the only light thing you can order in America is soup. It's the only light <laughs> thing in the fucking world. I have, I'm, I'm feeling that. Because I, I was tired of it when, when we were to America, it's so hard because it's the portions you get given. And I'm raised not to leave anything, man. Mm. I, I, I eat what I'm given. I try not I try not to have waste. 
Um, I tell you what, like so, what I'll do is at some point I will get on the I'll get on the blower to my mum, and I'll uh, I'll record it. I'll just get just rec- record it on here. I, have a conversation with your mum, and just like just watch everybody just lose a little bit of respect for you around the world, <laughs> just a little bit. Man, In fact, you know what? This is my opinion. Your opinion is that people who find tea refreshing, fuck you. They, they have your tea, however. I don't give a fuck. I'll put a shit in it. It's tea. Yes, right? Yeah. This is my theory. If you put milk in before the hot water when you're making tea. Get, just give us your national insurance number. It's revoked. You're not a citizen. Man, she's <laughs> You're not, not a fucking she's, citizen. Uh, like she's, I guarantee you, she's the smartest person in this room and uh, that listens to the podcast. Ah, and uh, she does something like that's a bit of a war crime. It's a little bit of a breach of the Geneva Convention. It's a bit of an atrocity. Man, uh, just what, I, like I, like, a, I need you to know that you're turning into Piers Morgan and his like fucking a, scone debate. It's about, like, the, like you've got to put the cream on before the jam. Then, then, Otherwise, then, it's then. fucking wrong. It's against the... Oh, who gives a fucking then, shit, mate? I'm just saying... It's just, a bottom-tier snack. I, I just think this, you know how, like... Uh, like I, I hold your mom in high esteem, right? I've got her, I've got her on fucking her, such a pedestal, right? She's a very intelligent woman, very smart, very measured, right? But you know how there's that thing of like Hitler loved his dog. Oh, this right. is like the opposite. <laughs> this is like Leslie Sloss puts the milk in with the tea bag oh, before right. the before the hot water. Well, look, okay. that's what that is. In like, and that you, you're just conditioned to just take everything that she gives you and like mm. run with it because she's mostly right. But she's really silk you down the river with this one, Daniel that's James Sloss. Well, fair enough, but like, <laughs> honestly. I can't. No, no insult hurts me less than you make a shit cup of tea. Like it's, I, I need everyone to understand. Like you, you could get a thousand people to chant at me for four hours, and I would look at those people going, "I am cooler than everyone doing this. I don't. I, I wouldn't have any bullying connotations. I wouldn't feel bad about you myself." Do, no, no. This is this is just to put it into perspective, right? You know, if you, um, if you. Give me a shot of expensive whiskey, Aye. right? And I just cracked up on a fucking tin of Pepsi Max and topped it up with a Pepsi Aye. Max, right? And then I started giving you grief for boot. It's only fucking hops and all that, man. That's just how I like it. Ooh. Oh, what do you Ooh. say? Oh, yeah, she's ringing. Hello, speaker. Hello. Oh yeah. So um, we're on the we're on the podcast. Uh, Sloss and Humphrey's on the road podcast. Aye, and uh, <laughs> Kai is angry at me. Uh, because uh, basically he found out I make tea. Uh, you put the milk in with the tea. Cause oh. I, uh, you, you put you put the milk in with the bag and then the hot water. Yes, yes, my soul. Yes, you put the bag. No, you put the milk in. Yeah, and then the bag's in there, and then you pour the hot water on, and then you take the bag out immediately. There you go, Leslie. Why are you, <laughs> Why are you doing this? Because that's what tea should look like. It should look like dirty dishwasher. That's and it shouldn't taste. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying. Dirty dishwasher's not. It's not a positive thing. I just like hot milky water, but I pretend it's tea. I think that's the issue. All right. Yeah, you don't like tea. Oh, because it's bottom tier fucking drink. That's why it's shite. Was it not? Because I'm, I'm, I've been defending you to the hilt saying that there was some science behind it because that normally helps me win arguments. Oh, when no, I... there is. There is. No, 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 There is. If you put milk into boiling water, you don't... It scalds it because... Oh, so put the boiling water into the milk's going to be so much... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know about oh, you. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Let Sorry, her go again. Sorry, go Mom, again. say that again because he was very rude. He talked over it. Explain it. He does that on podcasts. He talks over people. I've seen that. If you drop the milk in, all the milk gets scalded. If you put the milk in at the bottom and pour the hot water in, then the milk heats up slower than it would by thrusting it into a bucket of hot tea. You know what I mean? So milk tastes different. I can tell if Martin has put the milk in afterwards. Correctly, you mean? Instead of saying afterwards, could you say say correctly? (laughs) Hit a correct addiction. Just to make me a proper cup of tea, I can tell, and I send them back to do it wrong. Is that what you want me to say? <laughs> yes, thank <laughs> you. Thanks, thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> Leslie, you're a star. Thank you, Mum. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. What a weird family. Bye. What a weird family. But there you go. So there was science behind it. I'm not full of shit. <laughs> I, just found, I just found out just this moment that Josie killed herself. <laughs> Because <laughs> the cups of tea she was brought, she couldn't make a we run. Hold well on, well on, well on, well on, well on, We were we were giving a six-year-old spastic cups of tea. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, we really are a weird family. You can't call it tea, let's be honest. We'll call it dirty dishwater. Uh, At least she was honest with that. Should have given her some fucking coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking made her snort the beans and put the hot water in her mouth. Oh my God. Right, that's enough about my mum. Let's move on to your dad. Okay. Um, before um, before we move on to the dads, let us just plug. We've got we're going to be at the fringe. If you are in around Edinburgh, thinking about visiting Edinburgh, uh, we're going to be doing shows. Uh, you're doing a solo show, which I'll be opening for. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing it's not a, a solo show, then is it? <laughs> well, never is really. <laughs> I'll be doing um, a work in progress show, with new material with Gareth War and Ryan Cullen. Uh, Guild of Balloons, I think, but it's not on sale yet, so I'll let you know when it's when it's confirmed. Aye, and I'm on the Corn Exchange, and we're also going to add some dates in the Edinburgh Festival Theatre, and you can find those. Also, by the way, if you're in Edinburgh, do us a favour. Go and tell people that the Edinburgh Festival's on. And not just to see my show, but a lot of people I'm talking to in Edinburgh, friends are like, is the Fringe on this year? And you're like, yeah, because they've not done a lot of advertising. Because there's normally billboards full of like pictures everywhere, like you can see the Fringe coming a mile off from yeah. July. So please, even, even if it's not to see my show... Please understand that the fringe is on in a smaller capacity, and, and go with a lot of goodwill. The yeah, comedians are like fucking coming back out of the hibernation, and just yeah, go tell your friends that the fringe is on and go to see other shows, whatever they are, to go out and do the do the research because we missed it last year. It's a fucking great festival. Let's uh, and it's not it's not going to be the same this year, but we're building up, and it's it was it doesn't have to be as good as the previous years because it's better than last year's, and uh, also. I want to plug the um, Thursday Patreon is when you're going to find out about the new branding and when five of you are going to get given a signed right. picture. Wherever you are in the world, I'll send it to you. Your dad dislocated his eye from its socket by rolling them watching women competing in the Olympics. <laughs> Your dad still has his baby teeth. <laughs> uh, you ever seen a vodka luge? Vodka luge. Uh, like the big ice sculpture, and then like you hold your mouth at the bottom of like a slide on the ice, and they pour vodka from the top, and it goes down the uh, ice into your mouth, and the vodka's cold. You ever seen one of those that, things? That sounds like such a Cara Mitchell thing. Oh, but I mean, it probably is. Oh my god, <laughs> we should get one at the wedding. I uh, get a vodka luge. Cara, 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 if you're listening to this, book one for the wedding, I can't be arsed. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, right, so you know, I've, now that I've played them. Uh, your dad, your dad does that with mouth mouthwash in your mum's crack. <laughs> uh, your dad swapped his passport for a kidney on the black market and was mortified when he couldn't use it to get the Benidorm. <laughs> your dad puts out candles uh, with his arse, not farting, doesn't fart them out. Squats above it, opens his butthole, lowers his body, and then pinches it out. Oh, nice! Uh, his 50, 50th birthday cake took ages. <laughs> 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 and he licked his ass lips between each one. Ass lips? Ass, yeah, ass lips, yeah. Uh, your dad wanted to be taller, so he bowed himself up to the knees in the garden and watered himself. <laughs> your dad inflates his car tyres with his mouth. <laughs> He's got fucking incredible <laughs> lungs. It's impressive. Mm. But what's funny about it is he has to like get his tongue into the little valve bit, you know, oh, the little tiny valve. Your bit. mum's a lucky woman. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad lost his sense of smell through COVID, and as if by coincidence, he now bonds a lot more with his children and sleeps in the same bed as his wife. <laughs> uh, your dad lost his job as a fluffer in porn because every time there was a cum shot, he jumped in the way like a bodyguard taking a hit for the president. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President, no! God damn it, Kev! <laughs> right on his tits. <laughs> no, no, just his Van Halen shirt. <laughs> He's just wearing that. You know, like you look like a fucking toddler with just a t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, no, he's still got a hard on from fluffing. <laughs> uh, your dad hires a male escort to come round to his house and play with Lego. <laughs> oh, oh, nostalgia for the joke I just told. All right, see, see you th- next week. See you Thursday for the big reveal.